final segment of this week's podcast. NFL yeah. fantasy. The biggest part, I think, right now. This is where, like, there's money riding on this. There's people's Dude, dignity parlays. riding on this. You, know? you got careers, parlays. <laughs> you got a lot of money, man. All the men that, you know, treat this like a religion and all the women that hate us for doing this. This is it right here. This section right here is what can make and break. <laughs> It, imagine watching football without betting or doing wow. fantasy football. It wouldn't be the same, man. It wouldn't it just... be the same, I think. It's like you need both of those to kind of just like take sports to another level. And I think look at the leagues that have all allowed betting now. I think they've realized that side of it too, how much it matters. Huge. Betting and fantasy and making it integrated with the sport. Well, I mean, without it, like look at how much it's driving up the, the ratings and stuff for the last few weeks. They're breaking records, it seems yep. like, and every week, Fox... I know so many people in the last three years that have never watched, like they've just became NFL fans in the last three years, be it last year, the year before, the year before that. Yep. In the last three years, just because they joined a fantasy team, that now they're like, they joined the religion. Like it's that cult kind of mentality Every you brought week, upon waiver people. Waiver wires. Waiver wires. Players, like people trying right? to figure this out. They're like, okay, I love this, that. They're getting help. They're looking at article. Now they're like, you know what? Now like I'm gambling a bit on the side. Like people that so have never much. wanted to are now like talking about it but it's probably the best sport to play fantasy or do True. betting on right because you know every weekly week, you know what there's a games on monday thursday yeah. and a sunday yeah and you know what a lot of times if like sometimes it's harder for people to do the thursday games because it's so early in the week you don't have the information yeah some people find it easier because yeah. you can focus on that, game, that game right and yeah. then you focus you get all your bets on, on thursday yeah. then you can do your stuff for sunday after yeah. that right sunday gets a lot of games then monday True, same yeah. thing right so fantasy huge component i remember watching it as a kid i'd like you know you had like two games on tv and whatever and that's, <laughs> that's how i got it. into football right but two games done i was doing gambling on football when i didn't even know it was like how gambling was supposed to be right at that time anyways and now we've got like fantasy we've got injuries we've got yeah. all these you know we're paying attention to the who's practicing who's not practicing so. i think that's how like you know like people became like a you know, they got their favorite teams. Back yeah. in the day was you'd only be able to watch so many games of different teams. Yep. Like either you'd be able to watch the games of like the best teams that are being showed all the time or who's local. Like out here, it was like Seattle games, well, all these Seahawks games. games, right? So it's like, that's why the fan base became so big because as a kid, it was just on. It was the only kind of football. You wouldn't be able to be sitting here and be like, hey, I'm going to get to watch a New York Giants game yep. and become a Giants fan. They didn't have red zone initially at None that of that time kind of either, stuff. Right? So it's like you would only, whatever your local TVs were playing, you'd have to watch. Or if you had family members from like the East Coast and they'd like bring you gear and you'd be like, oh, I'm a New York yeah, Giants many, fan or something. How many people had satellite TV back then too, right? Yeah. That was the other. It was so rare to see that. Like, if you saw a satellite in somebody's house, you're like, they're getting some channels. They're, they're getting, getting all that. the channels. They got the good channels. They got the porn on there. Everything <laughs> you can think of. Like, they got it going on. Um, so, uh, pivoting from that last uh, <laughs> comment to the actual football part of it, uh, we're talking about injuries, all the fantasy stuff, man. We can start off with a team who's probably got most fantasy impact here. Yeah. Would be. The 49ers. Yeah. Got McCaffrey, who's questionable with a yep. bleak injury. Debo's already been ruled out. He's got a hairline fracture in his shoulder. Damn. So he's supposed Ooh, to be that's out. That's a bad spot. But they're going to miss two games this Minimum. week. And, and then he's got, they have a bye after bye. that. So by the time they play again, it'll be four weeks from now. Damn, still that, that on the shoulder is a weird but spot. It's a but it's a hairline fracture. So I've yeah. gotten a hairline fracture in my, in my ankle before. Yeah. And it just takes a few weeks to properly. But heal. the good thing about like ankles, you can like there's a lot of mitigation you can do with the arm. The mo the thing is that the impact you're gonna have to take. But you at up least, here more. But you're not on your feet the whole time, and you're able to do all the other stuff. But yeah. it's gonna be a pain management pain, thing. That's right? what I think the biggest thing is gonna be for him is just managing that pain. 
And obviously, you know, not having to excessively use fucking all these drugs that the NFL is known to give these kind of players. For sure. And put yourself in a worse position that when the playoffs come, you're just so banged up and all those injuries are catching up to you. So hopefully they have a good game plan for Debo because you brought up the best team in the beginning. We got the other best player, or the best player on that team, McCaffrey, with his own injury. Well, he's got, <laughs> and he's had injury issues for years now, years. right? Like it happens, leg injury, yeah. hamstrings, and calf, whatever you want to call it. And on top of that, arguably the best left tackle in the league has already been ruled out mm-hmm. for the game too. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, your best, the best, right? Not not the best tackle in your team, but the best tackle league. in the league. Definitely number right? one. Right? As, you know, running the best, you know, if you want to run behind him, passing, you can say some people are better, but yep. the combination of both puts him up there as one of the best tackles in the league, yep. if not the best tackle. Fuck, man. His matchups to watch so far against some defensive linemen have been crazy. He's been He's, slapping guys like Donald and stuff. Like, how do you push these guys off so He's easily? He's a big dude, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, you have to have power, size, all this mindset, too, of knowing where to hit a guy. Like, it's, you could be the, some of the biggest guys, but not know how to hit a guy, too. And it's just that mindset, too. Is he looks like he's going to be a very high-Q... IQ player in the and he NFL. Is. Dude, he's he's not young. He's like 35, 34 mm-hmm. years old. A lot of the guys at this point aren't playing as, like, nowhere no. near. This guy's playing an all-pro level. Yep. Not even, a, like, a yep. pro bowl level, but this yep. guy's playing an all-pro level at his age. Yep. He's had some injury issues himself. I mean, at least you're playing the Minnesota Vikings, which, you know, if the <laughs> defense is still healthy, they're going to be able to put some pressure yep. on uh, Kirk Cousins, and they're not. They're playing without uh, Jefferson themselves. Yep. So they I think barely it's beat, right? kind of they, a little they, good good matchup. Good that matchup getting. for both teams. I mean, they barely beat the Bears, yep. right? So the injuries galore, but they have a good matchup this week. But because even know. even with a banged up McCaffrey, at least you know you're playing a team that's got like a whatever uh, run game right now too. So you're the matchup is really good. You got both teams that got wide receiver issues and running back kind of issues going on right now, and it's going to be I think both set on basically how you brought up. Will the defensive line of Minnesota be able to get into Brock Purdy? Yeah. Because the moment you get close to Brock Purdy, he is not who, you know, everybody has been seeing. This guy that was undefeated, not getting down because Trent Williams was just manhandling guys. And he could take on a big percentage of the field of defensive guys coming in. And now we're going to get to see who San Francisco really is. Well, and especially if McCaffrey's out for them too, right? Like now you've got no Williams, no Debo. And last week, obviously, they're playing one of the best defenses yeah. in the league, yeah. right? In the Browns and shitty weather conditions. So yeah. it's a good bounce and back game. And that one was at home for them too, I think, right? It was in, uh, I think it was in, in Cleveland. That I was think it was in Cleveland, yeah. Okay, that was in Cleveland. But it was, the weather was wet. Like, But at the same time, if you take off, the reason he's been so su- successful in the first place is because he's had all these great players around him and a great uh, offensive mind in uh, Shanahan. Really good mind. But when you have these players taken out, obviously, it's going to change your game plan. Yep. You're playing great defense. Yep. But... Every QB has a bad game, Yeah. right? Yeah. So for him, it's a chance this week to prove that, hey, I'm a guy who can lift up my team instead of always having to be carried by these other players as yeah. well, right? 100%. So, you know, and then we're talking about, like, all these injury issues, you know, who's going to play, who's not going to play. Packers right now have 10 dudes on the injury <laughs> report that are questionable to doubtful for this week's game, and they were coming off a of bye week. Like Aaron Jones is still questionable. I think Watson's on the list. They got issues on defense, offense, special teams, <laughs> offensive linemen. Like, everybody's basically hurt except for the quarterback right now. That's crazy because, you know, you'll see a team on their injury report. You know, they'll have that list of 10 guys maybe, but most of them are, like, guys that are just, you know, they're, they're just limited participation. They're going to play. It's like a backup something yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they're not right? guys yeah. that are like, yo, this guy, like, 
it's 50-50 on 10 guys. That's a <laughs> lot of guys to have a 50-50 because, you know, you're going to be coming into... And is that a home game or are they going to Denver? Um, I because you're gonna check right you now. do not want to go to, with ten major guys to fucking a high altitude Denver. But it's also <laughs> like you're playing; they're playing in Denver. It's a game. That's a deadly. But they're game. also they're coming up like, but they're also playing Broncos though. Like they if, are. if you if That's there's a team you can play with ten injured yeah. guys, it's probably the Broncos yeah, yeah. at this yeah. point, anyways. Yeah, like, I think it, it definitely is against a Broncos team. But for them, it would have obviously benefited a little bit more having those ten and Broncos coming at home. But now you're going to fucking mile high country. And we know from, you know, all the other sports to the footballs that yep. it just changes the level of play that each team has to come and train at. Right. Just because the team that's there, you know, they could be one of the worst teams. They could be one of the best teams. You have every team at home obviously has their advantage. For sure. For but sure. this little, it's that tinier bit. And obviously we've seen Russell Wilson starting to air it out a little bit. I think they're starting to, you know, figure out that they're going to have to throw now. They're stuck in that position. They got Williams back, uh, McClellan or whatever his yeah, name is. McLaughlin. He's he's starting to do a little bit better. So I think this is going to be a really good matchup Whoa. for both teams because you know Packers are playing a crappier team, but Denver's also now kind of getting to play a second string uh, Packers, hopefully, and it might actually make it a actually a decent game for once. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're the Broncos, you're at one and five, I think, right now. You're basically looking at almost like a rebuild situation. Oh hell yeah, you better be right? looking at a but top you're, quarterback. You're, you're no, but the problem is like they're they're gonna have to take a huge cap hit. Yeah. But at the same time, if you've seen teams that have been like somewhat successful, is take the band aid off, get rid of like your you know take the hit. Like if you're Rip gonna lose the raid, off, take man. that shit off, and then you're good. If you need maybe like. Maybe they got one more year to Wilson, and then you bring yeah. the quarterback slowly. But if the quarterback's better than Wilson, like your team's one in five right now, yeah. you're playing the Packers. Who you know what you should you have a chance of winning. If not, then who else are they going to play after I think that? They That's still like you could tell by just watching the games that O line still sucks. They have done not much upgrades there. Wilson's getting attacked. But, really. add, but they added guys that were they one have first added guys, guys though. But whatever they're doing with whoever they're adding has just not gelled together. I think a lot of it is on. I understand, but the biggest issue with this team this year hasn't been the Wilson and the guys. Obviously, yeah. like he's not playing as a, like a top ten quarterback. He's probably been average, yeah. but he's coming off a really shitty game where yeah. I think they like he looked horrible yeah. last game. And look at the receivers, like a Judy. Uh, Cortland, he's looking good. Sutton's been doing his thing. But he's not like a number one receiver. He's not a number one, but he's obviously their leader, I guess, of that team right now in the receiving course, which it should be Judy. Like Judy's beefing with Steven Smith right now, right? which is one of the worst people to beef with. you got one of the smartest minds in wide receiver. Like their industry of being a wide receiver, he's probably one of the smartest minds to be in that industry. He was, he's the kind of guy that saw a Cooper Cup before a Cooper Cup was a Cooper Cup. Yeah. And you want to talk trash to the guy that was just, like, coming back to apologize to you to say that, hey, you know what, I might have called you, uh, what was that, the little <laughs> like uh, abbreviation? Like, average or, no, uh, WR3 or some shit? No, yeah, like, an abbreviation, you're just that guy, like, you're not that you're guy. Just, kinda, you're just a guy or something. You're just like, a guy. You're, you're, like, a tier three. Just a guy, a jag. A jag, there just we go. Just a guy. There we go. Like, you're, <laughs> you're just a guy on the team. He took it to heart, and it's like, I, I, like, I understand people being, you know, taking some comments to heart, but then, you know what? Why don't you back it up in the game first, then go talk shit? Well, and he's beefing in the game. Like, where's While your focus he's there. at? Where's your focus at? Where's like, your but focus? That, and that's kind of been the issue with the team in general. They've got injuries. They've got, 
there's like the vibes coming off of that yeah. team is that there's everyone's just under a lot of stress right now and i get yeah. it sean payton he you know you gave up first round picks yeah. to get him too it's not like he came for free yeah you gave up first round picks for him and then on top of that you also ended up having to pay the dude so much money to on you know obviously you got yeah. the walmart families the money isn't an yeah. issue but and he's coming in like he's the army lieutenant like hey you know what it's going to be this way or the highway and i think sometimes even that can be tough on a team that's been like so one-sided but it, it's gonna take time it because, is right like he, they're gonna you need coaches guys right yeah. a lot of these players obviously this is the first draft that they had with the players they selected so many new him, right? guys you got wilson who's like you know like at the end of his career and you got guys that are blossoming off at the start of their career so you're right. in the mix of like how do i gel this together we saw what happened with hackett yeah and People said he did a bad job, but look at what it's like without Hackett. They, I mean, it, I think it was just a bad team to begin with. It is so. a bad, that's where I'm, I was leaning towards. It was just a bad team. I don't think it was Hackett's fault. He came into a situation that was already bad. But he had his own issues, and it's like some of them were pretty obvious ones too. And the fucked up thing is, last year their defense was really good, but yeah. their offense was a no-show. Yeah. And if their offense is what they would this year, even with all the issues, yeah. they probably would have been the playoffs yeah. last year, right? Yeah. So that's a game to monitor. We'll see what happens. Um... But on top of that, we've got some other things you wanted to kind of chat about in here as well. But any waiver pickups, any players you're looking at for this week? Maybe, you know, underrated, someone that's kind of out there? I think right now they're kind of guys, you know, I was looking. Obviously, we talked about injuries of who's been getting banged up and which teams are looking for guys. Obviously, if you're somebody right now looking at this uh, San Francisco team, you obviously should be looking out right now for any waiver pickups for Maybe one of their running backs right Mason now. Mason right now is a popular choice yeah, for that you one got guys, And we don't know who's going to be their main guy. Is it going to be Mason? Or is it going to be... Uh, who's the other guy that they had uh, that uh, Shannon Elijah, kept talking Elijah about? Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell. Right. So we don't... like That is a little bit of a toss-up, I think, on their running back side. But I think if you got guys like one, uh, Wilson as one of their... Uh, or who was the other uh, receivers that they got? Uh, Under Ayuk and everybody and Debo... Because if Debo's not there, you got a chance to go grab one of their side receivers. Because I think for this game, they're going to have to throw the fucking ball. Well, they... And this would be a really good time to go after almost anybody that's going to be behind Ayuk uh, right now. Well, that that's true. But I just don't know who those other receivers I, I are. I don't know. But for right. anybody that's playing fantasy, those are the guys to look at right now before other people start investigating. Because now knowing how you brought up the D... I didn't even know that Debo was going to be fully out. Now that he's out, now is going to be a chance for people to actually start think... chasing... I Who the fuck's going to be playing? Kittle's going to be an underrated pickup for this week as well. I mean, obviously, 100%. like as a starter, because obviously teams have him. He's not exactly yeah. a waiver wire, but you're right. I mean, when those guys are out, now Kittle's going to get fed more because they need someone to throw the ball to, and he's one of the few guys that can yeah. get open on that team yeah. too, right? So, What do you think right now? That was... I'd probably say, I mean, speaking of tight ends, I would probably go with the Meyer from the Raiders. Like, he had a, he's been getting yeah. better every game. So, obviously, yeah. then, you know, now teams are going to notice. But he's got a good matchup against the Chicago defense. Yeah. Hoyer's probably going to have to get the ball out quick. And he was the QB for most of the game last time where Michael Meyer uh, did well. Yeah. I think he's a guy who's worth, you know, taking a shot on just because the tight ends. After, the, you know, there's been a lot better tight end play compared to past years. But yeah. if you can maybe pick up him and you have an existing tight end, that's good. You might be able to take you know, the, your existing tight end, Adam, and trade him for somebody else. Yeah. So you get some more possibilities on top of, you know, consolidate a couple players to get another good player. So, you know, he's a pickup I'm looking at for this week. And then on top of that, there's some guys, you know, uh, we were talking about this earlier with the Metcalf injury. Yeah. You know, picking up, uh, I can't say his full name, just go with JSN. Like, you can probably pronounce it a little bit better yeah, than Jackson I can. Jackson Smith and Nijigba. Nijigba. <laughs> 
you know, with Metcalf injury, Lockett showing up this week, he's yeah. another guy that, yeah. you know, you, if he's available in the waiver wire, because I think some teams picked him up and dropped yeah. him. Yeah. He's I a just guy stole you, him you know what? You might be able to stash him too if yeah. Metcalf and these 100%. guys are healthy, yeah. right? Because he could get, like, even if he does end up playing, it's a divisional matchup. There's going to be a lot of shit talking, a lot of banging. You know, he could end up, there's so many ways that with right now with Metcalf, it can go right now. So I think he's going to be the guy, in, say, even if uh, um, Lockett gets injured, that's going to be a big guy too. He's the next in line basically to the throne. So it's like, that's a good guy to keep close, right? That's a good guy to be friends Those with. Those are the guys you're trying to look at, right? 100%. Like who's going to be... So the guy that I have uh, right now is like a Jalen Warren on my bench too. Yep. He's been playing decent, but the problem with him is that him and Harris are like 50-50 when yep. it comes to their gameplay. Yep. And that whole offense has been playing like shit this year. We yep. talked about him in yep. the last podcast. So I'm, I, you know what? If you haven't picked up Jalen Warren, I think he's a guy who's starting to play better. They got De- uh, Deontay Johnson back. Obviously, yep. the Fairmouth is out, but coming off a of bye, these guys are rested. You know what? They're probably going to like to run the ball, especially against the Rams too. Which yep. and and the short, quick throws to quick get the throw. ball out, right? I think that's what it is. I think for him, the good thing against Najee is that he's the catching back for yep. them. So if they do fall behind, which guys are going to want for fantasy, in which Pittsburgh's done a lot fall behind and have to catch up and get those touchdowns and yardages, he's yep. perfect for those. He's perfect for those short catches. You're getting the points off of each reception and you're getting points off yardages. And then, yeah, like attempts. They're giving at least a 50-50 attempt so that you know that whatever out of the rushing side, you're going to get whatever Najee gets, you're going to get out of him, basically. Yep. Yep. But then the receiving side, you're going to get way more from him it's than what you're going to get from Automatic five-yard run if you uh, just catches the ball, no matter what. Yeah. Even if he doesn't do anything, you yeah. still get to like, have a five-yard like run out of it. 70 yards and a reception, that's one point right there. Oh. Or two points right there on like a full PPR and one full point on a freaking half, half PPR. PPR. So it's right? like, why not? Like That's perfect for uh, one of those kind of guys. Um, and then the one other guy that I think most teams have kind of picked up is the Josh Downs from the Colts. Yeah. You know, Minshew loves throwing these slot receivers. He's been, obviously, uh, Josh Downs finally got his first setting TD last week. He's playing better. Yeah. Without Pittman and all these other guys, we'll see what happens in the next few weeks going forward. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, another good guy right and now. And then, too. you know, so we got some pickups. We've got some guys who are on the lower end of this. Um Oh, and then the final guys that we're thinking about as well. Any guys you're looking at quit on this week? Any oh, guys quit. on your bench or any guys you've been looking at? Quit One right guy now. I have sort of is the Rashad White from yep. the, the Buccaneers. Yeah. He's been playing pretty shitty, but I think I, I'll probably give him... Like, I was ready to quit on Ramondre, and then he had a good game against the, the Raiders last <laughs> week. And, but now he's back in the injury report. I think Rashad White's a guy I'm probably going to hold on to maybe another week. Yep. And if he can't do anything after that, I'm probably going to be try to package him in the trade first if I can. Otherwise, uh, probably going to have to drop the guy. Yeah, I think quitting guys, like, the top of my head, the main guys I could think of that, like, honestly haven't done much since they've gotten a chance or the starting guys have come back. It was, like, Joshua Kelly. I dropped him. I yeah. dropped him and Dylan. Yeah, Dylan, another guy up there. Perrine, obviously injured. He was uh, picked up by a few people. For at least the running backs. And then I think wide receivers, you know, Rams have uh, got Cooper, uh, Cooper back. So guys like Tutu Atwell has been uh, kind of yeah, a guy to finally get rid of. Uh, Watson's back in Green Bay. So I think Romeo uh, Dobbs, Dobbs is, is he's he... still a guy that I think people can, you know, eventually stash on the right matchup. 
But for now, he's a guy I think you can leave in waivers and not have to worry too much about yet for yeah. a game or two. He's Yeah, he's kind of on the, the fence there right now. And I think the other main receiver was uh, for Washington Commanders, uh, Dotson. We've seen Curtis Samuel, McLaurin. Samuel's just starting to rip off. it up now too, right? And we're seeing Dotson, who looked amazing in the preseason, and now he's kind of taking a back seat and just kind of like rarely even getting a reception. He's like not. the whole game you'll see he maybe will get zero to one receptions, and that's crazy to see from a guy that is the player caliber we saw that he, he was gonna be. He was then. solid last year. It looked like he was gonna improve, and yeah. then this year he's been kind of like, what's going on with this guy? Is he hurt? Is there something Something's we don't know about? Something's definitely going on. Obviously, they have a different QB, too, which sometimes yeah. makes, you know, some guys have better rapport Chemistry, with yeah. other Q, uh, QBs, right? Or yeah. wide receivers, depending on how they played. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the matchups this week. I picked up some guys on my end, too. Made some moves, so. Straight up. Um, I, I think that's it for this week. That is it. That's so, our fantasy. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week and try to break down things like this again and probably add in uh you know a couple other sports we got nhl we got some canuck stock we got some mma going i mean MMA. it's a huge night of fights today yeah. right yeah we'll uh definitely catch up on all the drama that's going on there and obviously nba seasons around the corner we got the end of f1 coming up and we got you know uh, college footballs right there around the corner yeah the playoffs WNBA stuff, yeah. just finished basically so <laughs> Really, we don't have to discuss that too much. But yeah, you'll catch us on uh, the next couple episodes. Take care, guys. See you next week.